This episode contains F words. Fuck. And A words. Asshole. And MF words. Motherfucker. And B words. And Bitch. the occasional see you next Tuesday word. Cunt. Listener discretion is advised. This episode may contain triggering subjects such as sexual and graphic violence. Even though we live abroad, as women of Indian origin, we have a common thread that binds us together because of our strong cultural background. NRI Woman is a platform for women to share their stories and experiences on various topics. Our podcast is about inspiring NRI women and their amazing stories. Some of the stories we've covered include growing up in a joint family in India, adopting a child as a single woman, and rebuilding one's life after the loss of a child. Take a listen. We hope you'll be inspired or learn something new. I'm Bettina. And I'm Lenora. And we're the voices behind NRI Woman Podcast. We're all hot. Just look for NRI Woman wherever you get your podcasts or find us at nriwoman.com. New episodes come out every Monday. Make sure you subscribe. Welcome to Bad at Love Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Mallory. I'm Tamu. And we are going to talk about what we had hoped to be a little more uplifting. <laughs> a City of Joy, a documentary that is currently on Netflix. Yeah! What a good idea I had to say, let's do this for Thanksgiving because we should give thanks and be thankful. And I think it worked. Yes and No. I will state forward that I dislike the fact of being like, well, comparing lifestyles and being like, well, at least it's not that bad because I think that's a horrible way to to do your life. Mm -hmm. There are many different things instead of saying, well, at at least my life is better. That's a horrible thing to do to other people to be like, you're unfortunate and that makes me feel better about my life. That's not why... No, no, you didn't, no, that is not your intent on this. Your intent was being like, look at the great thing that happened here. There is hope in the world, which there is, but also knowing that this was an event that has been occurring since my childhood. Yeah, 1996, me knowing that, you know, I was, what, seven or eight years old Mm -hmm. and it's still happening today but and and the reasons why it's still happening today like I I don't know about you I was so furious by the end and angry like I was so tense that even though I was like I'm happy that thing exists Mm -hmm. I was so it shouldn't have to exist it shouldn't have to exist but also I'm not on that emotional mental plane yet of being able to be like now what's like I, I couldn't transfer that into and what is next like I felt like the woman the main woman Christine yeah Christine when she was talking about like a few years into it how she one of the children was dying Mm -hmm. and held held her she's like I wanted to go to the UN and like put it and be like what is this explain to me Mm -hmm. what this is and why you're not doing anything about it I can't get out of that like she was able to (laughs) Took some time for her to get to that point. Yes. But she fueled, took that anger yes. and made it into an action. Right. Which is probably the lesson to learn here. Yes. I guess let's just set it up that City of Joy, and I'm just going to read it from their website. Yes, I think that's great. So they are a transformational leadership community for women survivors of violence located in Bukavu, Eastern Democratic 
Republic of Congo. Conceived, owned, and run by a local Congolese, the City of Joy has flourished since its opening its first doors in uh, June 2011, healing women from their past trauma through therapy and life skills programming while providing them with the essential ingredients to move forward in life, love, and community. Serving 90 survivors of gender violence, violence age 18 to 30 at a time, City of Joy has graduated over 1,100 women leaders since it opened in 2011. And they do these, the reason if you're thinking, that's a lot, but also not a lot. They well, each because, have six months. Yeah. It, it's a six-month transformation period that they take these people in and then they work with them for that long to get them to a strength point to be leaders out in the community. So and also, a lot. lot of these ladies they've been are dead because they had, didn't make it to the city of joy yeah. because they've been murdered. I mean, these it was when we use the word traumatic. This is not lightly. This is triggering for anybody, and it should yes. be. And so I feel like everybody you should have to watch it in school. It's one of those things mm-hmm. that I feel like. People need to educate themselves on the fact that this is happening in the world. It's happening all over the world. Sex trafficking, this using sexual violence as a tactic of war, just women just being brutalized and treated like they're nothing. Right. Like they're just, a they're, piece, like they're a fucking table, like they're a piece of paper, like they're just even dirt underneath someone's foot. Like they just don't even matter or they're not even, they're not even human. They're They sub-humans. literally call them weapons of war. Yep. Because of how they're treated. They show you a map of showing because uh, in case you are unaware of what's happening in the Congo, I had briefly have heard about it. But yeah, they never talk about it. Mm-hmm. They never they never talk about the main thing. And it's all about mining a specific material that is used within our phones, electronics. It's called coltan. So These it's- people are... Like it's a it, conflict mineral, just yes. so everybody understands that. So it's coltan, tin, gold from the Congo are conflict minerals. The fact that this shit is operating my cell phone and my yep. tablet and my computer makes me want to throw up. Yes. The oh fact yeah. That I and my am, immediately was like this podcasting thing. I was like, fuck. I am using these tools that a woman has almost lost her life for that people are dying for that no, and nobody fucking cares about it and i don't even like want to look at my, i mm-hmm. yesterday i felt like throwing up i was so disgusted yep i couldn't look at my phone i, I was just like because of a fucking phone yeah like people are being raped and left for dead and having their insides torn up to the point where they don't have anything anymore for a fucking cell phone people and we're standing in lines for the next greatest fucking fucking iPhone 10X RS 529. And I'm just like. And just tossing away the old one. Like it doesn't matter. And throwing the other one away. And in the meantime, a woman or women have, and children and old people and husbands and sons and daughters and your aunties and your grannies everybody is dying so that i can fucking look at this tablet right now there the reason why too if you don't understand how or why this is happening it's because the people are mining it but then the way that that toxic masculinity part is happening so are getting these militias together to protect the protect the mines and those people legitimately are to the point where they don't feel they they aren't human anymore 
and they just do what they want. And so you can see, like when I was talking about that map, you can see where these mines are and you can see how these the sexual the physical near the mines near them are just becoming destroyed because and how the to... young boys are being brought into mm-hmm. it and and i will say that dr muke Mukwege made a very good point in terms of explaining how this stupid horrible cycle works mm-hmm. of d- saying that so you see a young boy who sees his mother or whomever raped in front of them what do you expect them to do how do you expect how are you expecting them after seeing that to treat somebody else's mother or to treat somebody else's well, and sister it, well and it's not even just that it's that they're seeing it and then the response to these women being raped is that they're the victim so their husbands uh oh, their parents the emasculating part. right yeah. they're the ones they're who then part. humiliate yeah they're humiliating them telling them that they're not worth it they're leaving the women behind and thus the boys are then like oh so this is the way of the world is right. that they're raped and then they're worthless and they're not you know and so, again i just saw my mama rape so i'm gonna rape somebody else's yeah. mama because no one talks about it and the at thing all is that respects. it's wonderful that there's a city of joy for these women but i feel like there needs to be something for these men so they can fucking understand what the cost is of this i just but see that's that's see that's where i've always kind of butted is that whole idea of like even taking away from that traumatic event that's happening even if you look at it in any other setting Mm -hmm. it, it, it always comes to me where i'm like i don't know how to tell you that you wanting more greed and power isn't worth this person's life life yeah like, I've always hit up against that. And so when people say, we need to teach men, I'm like, yeah, absolutely. We definitely need to. But how do you compete with someone being like, yeah, but also I will forever always have power? Like, how do you take that away from them? Well, it starts in, you know, the formation, which as they're being formed, they're witnesses to violence and right. that's their only experience and then they're orphans and then they get caught up in a gang and then a militia yep. and then that's how the cycle continues and there's there's no education for that there's no there's nothing that gets them out of it and i, I it's a horrible pattern and it's a pattern that is pervasive across the across world. the world but this particularly is the worst it was like a non-stop like <laughs> I don't mean Crying. to, I'm, not, I'm hysterical laughing right now. No, because yeah, it's just, it was a nonstop. They were like, here's something that we did. And then you're like, oh, that strength. I can't believe they're able to do this. I can't believe whatever. And then the next thing that they're doing is that they're telling you a story about Jane, who was Ugh. captured, raped, and left to die well, pregnant. Her uncle had every and destroyed, like literally. Part of his body cut off in cut front, off in front of, of her genitals, as she was arms, tied legs, to a tree. They had his eyes cut out pinned cut. or closed up with pins and all kinds of shit and they left this woman tied to a tree and i couldn't at that part skip was it two days or two weeks she said two months is what i that saw she was tied to the that tree? she was tied to the tree but i think they continued to come back because at one point they finally cut well, her she was off pregnant. yeah and then she said she ended up being able to get away but she said that's when the but then good her family the good soldiers came, came. they took her away and then she, she got her, re-kidnapped. She got re-kidnapped after. She was like, no one took me in. She's like, everybody essentially like blocked me off because how dare I well, get raped and have whatever. They also my considered mom, it bad luck. Bad luck that she, village. yes, exactly. So her, she's like, my mother took care of me 
And then I got to the point, I think she said she was like seven, seven months yep. pregnant. She got recaptured again. They, Such brutalization that she ended up finding out by the time that she had the baby while she was being dragged and continuously that it was dead inside of her. Mm-hmm. And then not all of it came out. And then it rotted up inside well, of her. The Giving birth, she broke her pelvis. And then um, she didn't expel all of the rest of the mm-hmm. afterbirth, et cetera. So it starts. So she basically started rotting halfway down her. She said it was coming out of her breath. Yep. So she was just basically rotting to death. Yeah. And she finally was able to get airlifted someplace for help. After she got out again, I think it was. She said that she was she the one who she was a part of something that someone said you can go kind of. No, that's or, another woman. That was another woman. Mm-hmm. But she. Um, she ended up someone, at a village and they were trying to help her. And they, they said were, a helicopter came down. They're looking the for people. That said that the helicopter's looking for people like her who need serious yeah. serious help. So someone they put her in a basket and they carried her. So that she could get helicoptered off to the hospital. hospital to help her. And I was like... Seven years. And then she said seven years. And I was like, oh my fucking God. And she now, like, she's talked about the fact too. Because they talk about in there about, like, there's a woman who's like, hey, you have, do you even know what your vagina looks like? Do you even understand? And she literally is like, I have a hole. Like, yeah. it's literally just a hole down there now at this point. Because of how much shit she's had. And I, it's like, that's the part where it's like, I don't know how to explain to people how right. to how to care. Right. And I'm not talking about the men doing this because I I think that they have been traumatized as well. Absolutely. And this is their way of handling it. And I don't know how to even begin to to stop that process mm-hmm. and how to, how to fix if it's fixable. If you were to ever, if this conflict were to ever end, how do we even how take do you, care right, of, right. of that mindset uh-huh. and all that shit that happens? But it is, yeah, it's Basically, absolutely. psychopaths taking over the world. Yeah. Created psychopaths, yep. mind mm-hmm. you. That's well. Then there would be sociopaths because they're not born that way. But anyway, either way, I digress. The doctor himself, the way he put it, that I was like, the reason he was a part because he was one third of the creation of mm-hmm. City of Joy, and the way that he put it, where he originally, when he noticed how many women were coming through, and how he would talk to other people, and he was like, the vagina is literally being mutilated, like they're being killed. It's it's not what it is, and, and people would laugh at him mm-hmm. over it. By the way, he won a Nobel Prize in 2018. Wow. Well-deserved. And I had a little bit of a conflict, too, in many ways, too, because uh, when you watch the documentary, you see that um, at one point when he came back home, uh, his daughters were held captive mm-hmm. for, I think he said, 20 minutes, but mm-hmm. still. Yeah, that, a lot can happen in A lot can minutes. happen. I'm like, oh my God, what happened? They didn't even tell us right. what happened. And he left for a year where he's like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, that was my problem with it too. It's like, so you can't do it right. anymore? And the, you know, the violence is not worth it, but these women who- Notice have- every single woman stayed, even because it was the neighbor yes. of the woman, mm-hmm. Christine, mm-hmm. And the fact that she was like, I'm not leaving. Congo and then those my, women like, sent him letters. Trying to get him back. Started and selling said, we'll fruits. take care of you. Mm-hmm. You will be protected. We will protect you. And so, you know, good for him for... And he has militia just around him constantly. Though. Yep. I, that's that's uh, the hard part for me. Horrible the, life I'm too. glad that he got a Nobel Prize because of what he did. But also I feel like it should have been going to the woman who stayed. <laughs> yes. I understand what you mean. <laughs> right. However... 
if but, it wasn't right. for this man, there would be no There would be no, drug. absolutely not. He is saving women's lives. 40,000 women oh, yeah. he's operated well, on? That's, yeah, if you don't know, like, he's the main doctor. He's he literally the goes between. doctor. <laughs> he goes between the hospital and then City of Joy. That's, like, and his that's life. It. And that's what he does. Yeah. And he's gone to the UN and he has spoken, admonished. Yes, on their behalf. All these countries, including ours. Yes. We are huge. Oh, my God. I'm so disgusted by us. Like, I, I just can't. But anyway, I it was hard for me to watch because I was waiting to find out at the end that all the ladies were dead. Because I was like, if you're only here for right. six months and you have to go back, what's going to happen when you go back? Are you, they're going to be dead. And I was like so sad for the whole time. I'm like, oh, God, please. Oh, please. Oh, yep. please. Don't let them be dead. Don't let them be dead. But... That. I mean, this was only the woman that we saw in the documentary. Right. Obviously, there's every six right. months. But that was the but first still. graduating yeah. class. And to see that a majority of them had taken what they learned there and became leaders and educated other women in villages so that they could mm-hmm. know what's going on and taught them how to defend themselves. And that was really amazing to, to, to see. Yes. And to see that it's continuing is great. And then I was just like, how do I give them all of the money yeah. that I can possibly give them? So we will put those links in our on Notes. our social media. That's a nice Christmas gift to give someone is to donate on their behalf, which is what my plan is to do for my grandmother's birthday this year and anybody else whom I can do that to. And I know that we have things that we need to do at home as well. I want I need that to happen. So, oh, I and, it's not even just need it. It's I don't know how to put it even more to home of saying we may not be over there in the mines ourselves, but we do have blood on our hands absolutely, because of this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Every single person who owns a tablet, a phone has used electronics, period. Yeah, your laptop, blood. everything. Yep. And we have no fucking clue. Like no. I had no idea. I didn't know what this coltan was, and now that I know and know that, like, these militias and armies are making, like, millions of dollars off of this, off of the lives of people. And how proud they all are as they do it. And the fact that corporations, because now they're humans, turn blind eyes to it. And they did make to a name dis- a few like Samsung, yeah. Nintendo, LG. I wanted to take a screenshot of it, but I couldn't mm-hmm. get it. A lot of them. I'm pretty sure all of them. And I don't know how to find out if my phone is has conflict minerals in it. And I don't know how I can, you know. Yeah, I was least- shocked that an iPhone or Apple product wasn't on there. But I'm wondering if they're bought out by something else, mm-hmm. like sure. secretly or something, because yeah. everything's owned by mm-hmm. essentially six like mm-hmm. companies ever. Right. It's it's just. It's very, it's an awful situation that is still continuing to this very day and it needs to end. But I did notice that they did make a distinction between, can't remember the genocide, it was in Eastern Europe, but I can't remember the country anymore. But they were saying that this was happening because obviously rape is a tactic of war regardless, Mm -hmm. but they were saying, I think it was Bosnia, they were saying that once that got attention, because it's in the middle of Europe... Right. The war stopped oh, and they stopped. figured out how to end it. How convenient. However, because we need our cell phones and we don't give a shit about black people mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. So that's why that is still occurring in this country. And to me, I was really irritated because I'm like, why are you big corporations in here 
taking the black people's money when they should be the ones owning mm-hmm. the mines and they should be the ones in control of all of this stuff. These villages should be rich and therefore we would not need to have yep. this happen. But here you are doing the same thing, colonizing well, what's and taking easier? it over again. What's easier, doing that or having the issue with like, oh, I guess, you know, the you know Middle East has a bunch of oil and stuff and now we have to negotiate things. Like what's easier, negotiating or plain and simple just taking it? Yeah, it's I fucking greed. It's greed and it's a, it's a terrible thing and we need to try to figure out how to make it stop. So if anybody's listening and I think watch the documentary, yes. you are going to ugly cry. I ugly cried in spasms. Oh, yeah. I was thought I was good. And then all of a sudden, I just was like, I started looking it up and figure, seeing what was going on with them and figuring out how to donate. And then I just was like, I just want them to have the best lives. I just yes. And then it all started to come out again. Like, the fact that this is happening, the fact that women are just discounted. And Especially black women. They don't fucking exist and yet still these women found the strength to find happiness try and help each other oh, and help others the fact the that strength that that takes yes. after going through what you're going through especially like when they were doing the um the self-defense portions yeah. of it i'm like oh my god how triggering is that for oh those god women? yeah because they have to go through simulated Dude, like grabbing here's what happened to me and, you know, here's what you can do in that situation i i mean i know that they walked up it's not like they did that the first day mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but like they still. did talk about the fact that like the first day when they were all together and they would have a speech mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the women started singing and dancing mm-hmm. and they're as a community and they're working together and all i could think of was how difficult that is and how trusting sure and the fact that they have to trust that gynecologist he's oh the god only every male. single time he taught a class he didn't i was like that right there yeah. i couldn't help but think yeah him saying you don't know what your vagina looks like i want you guys to look i want you guys right. to like trying to explain and i was like how is that feel for them to sure, have to a have man, man talk about their sexual <laughs> every anything he's the only man yeah. that they can trust he saved their lives. Yeah. And so that's a, that's, it was very interesting to me for that portion of it because I wouldn't just want nobody yep. to ever touch me again with that has a dick. Also, I thought that's where you could be a vigilante. Oh, God, it was forefront of my mind. I was like, oh, my God, if only we had vagina dentatas. We had that, I would be like, that would be my contribution. Oh, <laughs> I would my literally... gosh. Could you imagine if teeth moved down to the Congo and fucking took care of it? Oh, that'd be so cool. <laughs> it was my one saving thought process. <laughs> I was like, oh, now that could be a comic. <laughs> that could be a movie. Make those God. ladies feel a lot better about their lives. I did laugh. So there was one part that I found cute when they were looking at their vaginas. Oh, God, right. (laughs) And And they were were like, here's your mirrors. And they're like, like, no. And then they drew them and they all look like spiders. I, yeah, we should talk about the three, because there were the three people who kind of started it. The mm-hmm. two original, and then they had the woman who did the vagina monologues, mm-hmm. which I did not know that she was a part of this. Yeah, and I, didn't, what, well, I didn't know anything about this. Well, I had learned about her. It was uh, at the school that I went to. I went to an arts high school, and one of our years, we actually watched the vagina monologues. Mm-hmm. And I remember them being like, we're not going to talk about that we're watching this, because... 
parents might not be extremely excited that you're watching this movie. Mm-hmm. But, like, we watched it and I remember thinking, like, wow, this is pretty amazing. Because she had her own traumatic experience mm-hmm. with her. name is her, Eve Ensler. Yes, Eve, that she, she didn't know the language and she started learning French on purpose. Like, you could tell that she was... She was trying to speak. She was trying to speak as much as she could and was learning more and more because... She she was this passionate about this, and she did so much in saying, "We're giving you your voice back." Mm-hmm. And also, she fundraised, and I thought it Over was here, interesting right. that um, she was telling the doctor that when she went back to kind of say that this is the name City of Joy, they were like, "You shouldn't that oh, I don't right. like that name because these are victims of." And I just thought. Really? No, she didn't say that. No, that right, was a, but she a was potential saying, investor yeah. was saying She's like, that. Can you believe that he like, said that? And she's like, this is the point of the... Right. And so it's very interesting <laughs> to see that connection of right. you were raped or you were assaulted and you were abused. So we're going to so give you So you're the just name. a victim and that's just going to be your label. Not the fact that you can overcome that and do something even better and mm-hmm. take it to a different level. So that was really kind of like, oh, fucking America. <laughs> well, and and seeing Christine, how like when they were originally doing it and she came through and Christine was like, I've been here. I've already seen what you have to offer and how you guys decide not to. she doesn't want celebrities. She was, yeah, she was yeah. like, I don't want any of this. Yep. She was like, you guys say that you'll invest and you either do or you don't and, and you forget. And it's a photo op and then we it's, don't get yep, the money. And then we're out. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Good mm-hmm. that you're like, no, we've got this. This is whatever. And you've proved herself saying, but this is right. not what I'm going to do. Right. So I do and want you to know that they now also have a farm. Yeah. They're self-sustaining, aren't they? They're trying to be. They're not yet. They have about 42 graduates of the program that are employed at V World Farm. And they reside in two residential houses on the property, forming a cooperative that tends to the land and trains participants at City of Joy in sustainable farming methods so they can take that and back to their, to their villages. villages. Because most of their villages have been destroyed and decimated anyway. That's awesome. And they said, depending on the season, uh, 180 to 280 workers are employed at the farm. And they have transformed the farm since it first came into their possession. 20,000 trees are, have been planted. There's a new road that runs through much of the farm. An enormous warehouse building is being set up with new machines that will store the harvest rice, corn, and flour that have been purchased. And then they sell eggs. They have goats and bunnies and all kinds of things. And it's just really great to see these women taking back their oh, lives yeah. and, and growing something out of. And I guarantee you, every single one of these is probably an idea from them as well. This oh, yeah. is. Well, the part of this that, that was interesting is that they were. When they created City of Joy, they got input from the women who have We're been going exactly. abused. And they took that and they created it based off of what they felt that they needed and that they would have liked to have seen. And now they made this big-ass meditation space. Like, it's still growing. Yep. And so that's just really amazing to to see that, that growth happen there. And so help them if you can. Give them your $5. You know, and to be fair, too, for those of you who are unable, if you don't have the money or anything. Watch the movie. Watch the movie. Lend Educate it to someone yourselves. else. Exactly. Just start to figure out. Like, sending it is out. Is your fucking, you know, brand that you love, are they a conflict? 
Yep. Right? Because then we might have to think about making that change. And our voices count because our dollars count yep. here. And we can make those changes. That's the hard part that I think a lot of people don't understand. Like the whole, well, now we have to use Facebook because it's now in our lives and it's so entwined that like we're forced to. It's like, no, we they do not have that control. You can say no. You can decide to say, you know what? I'm not going to use Samsung anymore Mm -hmm. because, and you can tell them that too. Right. You can say, hey, by the way, I am changing my plan or I am changing my phone due to the fact that you do this and I'm out. And yeah, you might have to sacrifice one thing or two things or several things, but also that is how you say, we will not do this anymore and we will not be a part of it. Mm -hmm. That is how you start change is by saying, I refuse to do this. And if you're so caught up in saying, but I do need to have that, then stop using that and then put your power and your energy into making that what you want without that other shit. Yeah. If that's how concerned you are about it. But it's a very small sacrifice to... To switch to, to an Apple right. product or whatever. It, or whatever, whatever product it, it, does it, not have to You're still going to get a fucking cell phone. You're still going to have yes. your stuff. You'll still have your 5G and whatever else. It just won't be on this this Samsung product, which right. now I have to go look and see I mean, how to get rid of my fucking Samsung. Oh, yeah. And for me, this is like Nintendo has been my life. Mm-hmm. It's literally been. And to see their name up there of knowing everything is especially what their company stands for and how they decide to do things to know that their name is a part of that infuriates me to be like you're spouting this over here and how you talk about family and how you talk about like like it's children oriented and that you like you have all this and yet Mm -hmm. so it's yeah it's really it's difficult yeah it's a it's a tough lesson to learn for I think all of us because i don't think people still know that this is happening. No, and that's and why I say the retweet. The fun part let about social media, which is sarcastic, is that <laughs> it's a, a blip, right? Right. So at one point, I believe there were, what, 30,000 women that just got stolen yeah. from villages. And we were like, where are our girls? Where are our girls? And then I think that lasted for two weeks. And then it was like, whatever. On to the next thing. Right. It's just like we really have a super short attention span. And if we can sit here today and say, hey, this is a movie that you should watch so that you can educate yourselves on something that is still happening from, I think it's almost 20 years now. Oh, it's been two thirds of my life. So. At least. Yeah. I'm sorry. I always forget 2000. 30 years yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's something that needs to just be more than like a random tweet here and there. It yeah, imagine. something that's pervasive for a lot longer. For, that could have over. ended yeah. ages ago. Yeah. I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. Because you don't hear about it anymore. No, for no minute, one talks about, about it. the Rwandan genocide and all of that. And now you don't hear about well, it. Well, you know what people hear about when they hear the Congo is they hear that about that stupid movie about gorillas who know sign language. <laughs> Well, think about it. Okay, fine. Think about that then. If you just care, because I know a lot of people don't give a shit about humans, but they care about animals. The animals. Hang on, because (laughs) I looked it up, and coltan is harmful for gorillas. It has caused significant destruction of gorilla habitats in the DRC. As the UN Environment Program has reported, the number of eastern lowland gorillas in eight Democratic of Congo national parks has declined 90% over the past five years, and only 3,000 now remain. Gorilla habitats have been reduced as forests are cleared to make way for mining operations. So there you go. 
save the fucking gorillas then if you don't give a shit about women. Which they probably would. Which they will. They will save these gorillas. Oh my god. I mean, Ellen has a whole goddamn new charity. For gorillas? Yes. There you go. So there. Do that. (laughs) The literal words. (laughs) What I will leave it with, I know that we've talked about this before, how sometimes the things that we decide to talk about on our podcast kind of permeate through other parts of our world. Like it just kind of, then it's like, oh, ha, that makes sense. Right. So yesterday I was watching, you know, my MSNBC before Mm -hmm. I go to bed and I was watching Stacey Abrams. Oh, I know. How her concession speech. Which wasn't. Which wasn't. Right. First of all, it wasn't. But what I took from it was, and this is what she said, the antidote to injustice is progress. And I think that that summed up Everything for me in terms of what I want to relay about this yes. is that it's progress. That is something that is an injustice. These women are making progress. We can help them do that very easily. Donate your money, fucking take away your phone and make sure that it's in the, you know, doing the right things. Don't kill gorillas. Well, here's the thing too, is like here, put it on this more positive spin of whatever. They keep talking about how millennials are killing things, how we keep killing you know, chain restaurants because we're not going to them anymore. Mm -hmm. How we're killing off napkins because it's, you know, unsustainable so we don't buy them anymore. Mm -hmm. Like that kind of stuff. We can do this. You totally can. We can stop that. We can easily say, you know what? That's bullshit too. Let's not deal in this anymore. I don't know. I, again, I don't know how to tell you how to have a care. We can't tell you to care, but we can tell you to save gorillas. We can tell you women are dying and as we are now becoming a little bit more aware of the importance of women. And then I'll leave you with this one because this was also something that came out of the movie. It was if they destroy the woman, they destroy the whole community. Mm -hmm. And keep that in your mind because that is happening everywhere. 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 And we have heard it in the news. It's been resonated so much. Women hold it down, and keep shit moving. Well, I mean, considering that they're taking these women to teach them, and then they're going back out there to do even more good. Exactly. And they're in danger. Yeah, they're They're... in danger. They're going back into a triggering atmosphere of knowing that they could die again. Right. To make it a better place. Right. Giving them a power again. And they're saying, you know what I can do with this? Because this isn't going to happen to anybody else. Exactly. And I loved... Those moments when they showed us when they would come together as a group and they would have the woman saying like, are you going to allow this to happen again? Because guess what? You have the power to stop it. Mm -hmm. Every single woman who would, yeah, every single woman who would tell their story and they would say, you know what we're not doing here? Just because her story, because one of the women's stories said, you know, I'm mine isn't as bad as what happened. She so felt bad. She's the like, fact I feel that bad she wasn't that... raped as severely. Right. And they were like, no, 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 no. That is not... What this is about. it what, what they're doing in that space, being able to see those pockets of here's what we can do. And, and how lonesome. No training. They're not, so, uh, no. they're not, you know, psychologists and psychiatrists and everything. They're just people who just have a love and a desire and the will yep. to try to make a change and to help somebody. By taking what they've learned and switching it up and trying to make it into something better. It is the most amazing thing. And there is nothing more powerful than their image of showing the lonesome women who left 
and watching her walk down the road alone. Yep. Mm-hmm. And how, like, she saw that little boy. And she gave him a bottle. And she's like, here's a bottle. And then kept walking. And I was like, Two, six months <laughs> that they did that. And already she's like, here. Yeah. And continuing. And I and was like, I was like, please no- don't die. I know. I know, I know. It was uh, so, it was so hard not to message you to be like, "Good one." <laughs> Sorry, I know. I almost sent you a message too, but I'm like, she can yell at me if she wants. I'm not to. gonna right yell now, at you. I'm ugly, crying. It's the worst spasm. Indigo's like looking at me the whole time, just being like, "What is wrong with you?" And I'm like, "Aren't you watching? <laughs> Don't you understand, dog?" <laughs> no, because no dogs died. In the there you of go. That film. She- Sorry. <laughs> It was, yeah, it was very difficult. And I didn't, at first I, it was that moment too where after I was done, I was like, okay, well, maybe I should watch something else to kind of like help me sleep. And then I was like, I, like I just didn't have the strength. I didn't have the. Oh no, I just continued I just, to watch MSNBC. So I just kept going. <laughs> it was. Yeah, I was, I, I, I passed out at some point because I was so tired from crying. Yeah. And you know, I don't cry that much anymore because drugs. But I was like, oh my god. Mind you, you guys, not like just because. Not like I'm on crack. (laughs) Prozac kind of makes you think about things in a different way and you might have a tear, but also you're not like, ah. You know, it takes, lets you be a little bit more analytical about things. I was analyzing it and I was like, oh my god. Which makes it, yeah. Coming out, which was probably a good thing. It was nice and cathartic. What I, I keep saying, I will leave on this note, but. What I will say is things are hard to watch. Things are, you don't want to see it. You don't want, you want to turn away and you might not be able to take it. The brave step is to sit and watch it Mm -hmm. so that you understand what is going on. Because the problem has been that we continue to turn our heads away and not look at something. Because we don't want to deal. Well, and I've said this before, whether it was on this podcast or another, is that it's easier not to watch because uh when you watch it, you feel a sense of responsibility. Sure. You have a sense and then you feel even worse or you have to shut it down when you decide not to take that responsibility because who are you as a person to look at that sort of thing and and just keep walking. And it's the same, like I would get infuriated. I got to a point when just walking, like when I was younger and you're out drinking and you're walking down the street and you see a girl who is so drunk that she can't really figure out where she is. And then all of a sudden you see just two people, men, grab her to take her someplace and I have never been able to not say something, whether that be going up to that girl and being like, hey, are you okay? Do you know these people? Do you know, like, and not leaving them until being like, actually, I'm going to stay here with her. I'm fine. You know, that kind of thing. And how many people that I've seen just keep walking mm-hmm. past, not even paying attention. And those are the small things you can do. Those are the things are of when you see something and you say, what's my responsibility in this matter? It's really not that hard. And I'm not saying go out to the Congo. Don't. I'm not saying, you know, you need to, you know, do any, I mean, even just call the 911 when you see those sorts of things, like it can save a life Mm -hmm. and it's not that hard. And so your responsibility can be just donating, can be sharing it with someone else being like, hey, there's a little more awareness. Talking about this. It could be talking about it. You have to watch it. You have to, to watch it. You have to know. To talk about it. And that's the thing. It's like, I know lots of people who just go, I can't deal yes, with it. Yes, you I'm can tired. though. I'm tired. 
of us not dealing with stuff because this is why we are in the state of the world that we're in. Well, this is the capitalistic nature of things as well, because yes. how am I supposed to do it? My more important thing is having this job, having this thing. But you know what you that. could do if you don't want to get rid of your Samsung is that you could use your Samsung and fucking donate money yeah. on your Samsung, right? There you go. There's simple that, yeah. Or you can, I don't know about your Nintendo, but you can, right? Have internet access on your Nintendos now. Mm-hmm. There you go. So there's enough things that, I mean, right now for me is... I'm going to be looking doubly hard into this and letting, you can send letters, you can let other people know and be like, hey, by the way, this is what Nintendo products are doing. Mm -hmm. And when you get enough people, change happens. It does happen. Look at what's happening in America at this point in time. Stuff is starting to move. Things are starting to change. But you have to do it to make that change. It's a step forward and work that needs to be done. So again... And don't be bogged down. I know it's hard. Not a lot of other people when you have friends, as you've said, when you have friends who tell you, like, well, I can't look. I can't. And it makes it hard for you to want to continue those steps because then where's your support system? And you can find a support system. But at the same time, I'm like, well, fuck that. I'm still going to look. Yeah. And I didn't want to look yesterday. I didn't want to read and hear any of that shit. And I was like, you know what? I need to see what's happening. I always, unfortunately or fortunately... I feel like in order for you to learn, and this also is about your history too, like you can't turn away from it and ignore stuff that has happened in the past. You have to really see what happened because you, that's how you know where you are now mm-hmm. and how to fix it going forward so we're not repeating the same patterns. As you say, dads, they say, those who do not learn are doomed to repeat. Right. You have to look at it. It is an awful thing. You have the privilege to look at it. Yeah. And you can then you you sit there and you go, oh, my God. You know, like I thought about it. Like we're doing this stupid podcast. Not stupid, but we're doing this podcast about our broken hearts and sadness and how terrible we are at love. And here these ladies are dealing with trying to live just trying to fucking live and then to learn to love who they are Mm -hmm. and then to go out and tell everybody else that it is okay to love who you are your vagina is not a sin Mm -hmm. it's not a dirty thing you're a woman and own that and be proud of it and and enter into your truth and speak your voice that moment when eve was teaching the women about writing and how she said you know everybody keeps telling me why do you keep saying vagina Mm -hmm. vagina 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 when are you going to stop and she said i will stop talking and saying vagina when we're all fine. Yeah. When, when it ends. When it's not a big deal. Yeah. When it's not a problem anymore. Mm-hmm. That's when I'll stop saying it. And she's like, and that is what you need to do. She's like, tell it to the people at the produce station. Tell it, like, tell your experience. Take your strength back and don't stop talking about it until you know what? It ends. Because mm-hmm. if people are sick and tired of hearing about it, they can do something about it. Exactly. So do something. Say something. Mm-hmm. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Oh, God. Which is also a whole other problem. (laughs) (laughs) Eat your turkey, people. (laughs) I don't know what else to say. That's also problematic. America. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm trying to spin it in a nice way. Okay, I'm going back to her, and I'm going to say, do what Stacey Abrams is doing. The antidote to injustice is progress. Bye.